previously on Yahweh's Hard Talk. Try to push the techie to understand the business side. And what that then most likely ends up doing is we lose a good techie and we get a mediocre administrator. So when you look at it and you take a techie who is used to sitting in a corner, developing code, working with others in the same mindset, gets moved to the exco. You're basically taking a fish out of water. Welcome to Hard Talk, a podcast that looks at how we use technology and specifically ICTs in our daily professional and personal lives. Be it technological advancement in the transport industry, the revolution caused by the mobile phone, I also cover the disruption it is causing in the food and also the building industry. I'm your host, Robert Yawe, an ICT practitioner with over 30 years experience. As I've been doing this podcast, my producer the other day was making fun and saying that I keep mentioning how I started off my life in accounting and finance, which is interesting because accounting is actually the core of almost everything. And as you might all remember, IT for a long time and again happening now has been within the finance department or the accounting department. Because most of what we did was automate the capture of data mainly financial for most organizations that is what's the most critical information so that's where i start off this podcast from my first course in accounting was bookkeeping basic bookkeeping which is the foundation of all other activities that relate to monitoring the pulse of the business if you're not capturing what we call your day books then there's nothing else you can do beyond that because without data you can't generate any financial analysis Sadly we've been offering degree programs in this country where students only do finance and they're getting very little basics in the accounting part of the profession. I mainly say this because I believe we are still in the infancy of understanding what keeps a business running and that is mainly accounting, record keeping. Even institutions such as ACCA have reintroduced their bookkeeping certifications. Yet here we are busy trying to kill them and trying to push people towards running courses in finance and the rest. But that's a discussion for another time and most likely a different platform. Since this is a technology podcast, the analogy of accounting and finance would be the analogy of data and information. As you most likely know, it doesn't matter how brilliant you are. No information is coming out if no data was captured. In this 13th episode, I'm looking at data collection with respect to a few government processes. So what do I mean when I say digital data hates humans? If you're putting together a digital system, the last thing you want is human intervention. The minute a human falls into the process, then you have a human-centric process which therefore is likely to have a lot of flaws in it. So when you go digital, it means you go digital as much as you can. Many of us have this belief that you can integrate both analog data and digital data more recently we've got all these issues about data privacy going around yet the worst infringement on personal data privacy is done manually in those buildings where you walk in and there's somebody with a notebook collecting your phone number your id number and we don't know what they do with that data yet on the other end we've got somebody who is busy passing directives about how the data act has not been enforced and which is why we have to get rid of our huduma numbers yet every day every minute someone in this country is collecting people's data and putting it into paper storage last election people walked around collecting those books 
and then capturing the data and converting those people into members of various political parties. Interestingly, we are back to that position of elections. The elections which we yet again will do as manually as possible. But I'll get down to that hopefully in another episode where I look at politics and how it hits technology. So when you look at the data field in the country, it's shocking that government has more integrated systems which are fully digital than many of our private companies. And I suspect this is because government already had efficient, well-thought-through, well-documented procedures. So when it comes to automating a system, if there was no manual process, it doesn't matter how expensive the technology you buy is, you will not be able to get an efficient digital process. I'm sure many of you keep wondering why there's all this noise right from parliament to the MCA in a constituency, screaming and yelling about something called IFMIS. Well, IFMIS removed the human from the procurement process of government. And because of that, it's very difficult to compromise the system. Many will try to disagree with me, but all the corruption cases that we are talking about, all the cases where there's been loss of money by government was captured by IFMIS because it maintained a complete audit trail, even without crypto and the rest that the current generation keeps to think is a solution to all our problems. For a system to be effective, it needs to be fully integrated. And that's why, like I said earlier, IFMIS is fully integrated from the request processing of the tenders, issuing the LPO, receiving the goods, making payment. The entire process is fully digital, which means you can't escape record keeping. So the most you can do if you've dealt with government is delay the inevitable. And remember, the government is perpetual. So that kind of transparency, when you're seeing it in government, you'd expect it to be 10 times better in private sector. But I can assure you, it isn't. So once you go digital, do not try to include any manual process. Going digital is no longer an option, but a default now. Seems like we are not yet taking such sentiments with the seriousness it deserves. Over the years, I have seen what happens when an organization does not try to create harmony across its entire systems. You keep hearing of theft. You keep hearing of organizations having problems with KRA because they did not remit the due taxes. And more of it is because part of their processes must be manual. The processes need to be as automated as possible. I remember some years back when one of my friends developed a solution for petrol stations, both forecourt and backcourt. And once the owner appreciated what the system was doing, if ever the staff called and said that the system was not working, she would ask them to shut down the station until the system was revived because she understood that the minute you allow one transaction to get processed outside the system, it'll never get into the system. But let's not just think about going digital as relates to the corporate world. What about you as an individual? How much of your data is digital? We walk around with devices that have 30, 40, 50 sensors that can monitor how many steps you take, where you hang out. All of these things, including now your transactions via mobile money, which again, unfortunately, they send you a statement in PDF, which means you can't ingest it into any accounting or bookkeeping solution which I suspect is intentional. But when the company that claims to be the most tech-savvy refuses to provide platforms that allow me as an individual to convert as much of my data to a digital form so that I can get trends, I can get analysis, then you get to appreciate that humans still have a serious fear of data. If you're putting together a digital system, the last thing you want 
is human intervention. The minute a human falls into the process, the process is likely to have a lot of flaws in it. This podcast is hosted by Robert Yahweh and the content is based on articles written on the monthly magazine CIO East Africa. Production is done by Acute Media.